Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Well, Nick Willenda made it safely across Niagara Falls on that tightrope. And Friday evening, City Fathers on both the American and Canadian side of the falls hope all the hoopla, including Friday night's live broadcast of the feat, revives tourism on both sides of the big water. And hey, we're only four or five days away from the first official day of summer. I hope you're already in a summer frame of mind. I certainly am. Went to the St. Paul Farmer's Market this weekend here in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm broadcasting from high atop the uh, J James J. Hill building here in St. Paul. James J. Hill was the man who linked the West with the Midwest with trains. This was his office building that our studio is in. Anyway, strawberries are in their third week already in the market. A little early. Farmers say it may be the last week because of heavy rain. Now, if my voice is new to you, well, you've tuned into America's favorite radio travel show. Let me tell you what's coming up in the first hour. Have you ever encountered a surly airline, hotel, or rental car company employee while traveling? I have a feeling most of us have. Maybe we ought to consider patronizing companies whose employees are most satisfied in their jobs. In just a couple of minutes, we'll learn which travel-related companies have employees who fit that bill. Then, have you ever heard of hodophobia? Well, neither had I until I came across a blog post written by Paul Dooley at anxietyguru.net. Hodophobia means a fear of travel, and apparently quite a few people suffer from it. We're going to talk with Paul about hodophobia shortly. And be careful what credit card you pull out of your wallet if you're renting a car abroad. Wendy Perrin from Condé Nast Traveler joins to explain why all credit cards are not created equal in this instance. And we'll drop down to Birmingham, Alabama to talk with an organizer of this weekend's Fresh Works Festival. It's a celebration of chefs and farmers. It features lots of local food, including some Alabama barbecue. Mainly I want to know what qualifies as Alabama barbecue. I'll have a couple deals of the week at the end of the hour, as always, but let's begin, as usual, with a look at this week's news in travel. Well, U.S. Airways is the little engine that could. It's still in hot pursuit of American Airlines. American, of course, is working through the bankruptcy process, and from the start of November, it said it doesn't want to merge with much smaller U.S. Airways. But this week, U.S. Airways said it will file antitrust paperwork in July for a proposed merger. It wants to make sure Washington won't stand in the way of a combination of the two airlines. And interestingly... Americans agreed to a general framework for exploring various scenarios involving consolidation. However, the airline's known to want to emerge from bankruptcy before it gives consideration to any kind of merger, and apparently its creditors agree, so it's probably going to hold solid on that view. Well, Paris may be a dream destination to many Americans, but some visitors from other parts of the globe aren't quite as impressed. That's the finding of a study conducted by a French central bank that asked tourists from the so-called BRIC group of emerging countries, that would be Brazil, Russia, India, and China, what they thought of their visit to France. Only half of those polled were very satisfied, they said. Among Chinese visitors, only 39% thought they were satisfied. What's the problem? Well, those who were underwhelmed said they weren't impressed with French hotels and shopping options. Now, France remains the world's most popular destination, and while 62% of visitors from traditional markets, such as North America, Europe, and Africa, say they are very satisfied with their visits to France, the tourism industry hasn't sufficiently adapted to the expectations of its newer clients, clearly. And it's those new clients who represent the fastest-growing segment of global tourists. I'd love to know 
how satisfied those folks are after a visit to the U.S. Speaking of satisfaction, the folks at Glassdoor, a company that gives an inside look into jobs, salaries, and worker satisfaction, just released its annual travel industry report card that looks at how satisfied employees are with their jobs. Now, I'm most interested in which companies in the travel category have the most satisfied employees on the theory that satisfied employees often result in happy places and satisfied customers. Scott Dabrowski is a community expert with Glassdoor. Welcome to the show, Scott. Nice to have you here. Hey, Rudy. Thank you so much for having me. Listen, I understand that the company's been at the top of the company that has been at the top of the list the last couple of years of your survey, at least in the travel industry, which would be Southwest Airlines, just slipped a bit, just lost its perch this year. <laughs> well, you you are correct. Yes, uh, basically over the past two years, uh, Southwest Airlines has come out on top as the number one travel company to work for every time we do this report card and they they decrease just slightly they're still the number two travel company on our list this year but actually orbits the well-established online travel agency came out as on top number one this year now a lot of people a lot of customers and past uh, and and client, uh, people who are planning travel don't really interact with orbits folks i mean they interact with the website and if it's a good website then you know that's a good thing um but one of the theories I've had in, in asking you guys on the show last year and this is that a satisfied company often results in happier customers. Do you think right, that's a valid that is, do you think it's a valid conclusion? Right. You know, it's a valid conclusion what we're finding this year in probably several of these cases. And and here's why. First, you know, for people who aren't familiar with Glassdoor, what we are is we're the leading social jobs and career community. And unlike other reports, Ours gives an inside look into what it's really like to work in the travel industry, all based on feedback from the employees themselves over the past 12 months. And so what's what, one you know, nugget of information that's, that's really interesting to pull out from this report is we looked at you know, 34 recognized travel companies over the past 12 months uh, based in the United States. And 32 out of 34 of these companies had an OK rating or higher. So overall, the travel industry, according to employees, is a good place to work. Now, you know, you asked about, you know, you know, orbits, um, but let's look at a really recent example, the airline industry, because sure. uh, the, JD, uh, the JD Power results, which I know you're familiar with, and for people who aren't, those really track customer satisfaction ratings. So in the airline industry, for example, when we compare customer satisfaction ratings, uh, which were just released this week, uh, to the Glassdoor results, which are based on employee satisfaction ratings, uh, we do find a correlation and we do find a tie that customer satisfaction is related to employee satisfaction. And right, because Southwest you know, that, and a yeah. couple discount airlines came in very high in the uh, J.D. Powers consumer rating, just as they did for correct. your employees' rating, correct? Correct. Right. So the basic correlation there is when we look at employee satisfaction and customer satisfaction, the, the low-cost carriers, uh, Southwest and JetBlue, both on top. And then when we look at some of the traditional carriers, uh, U.S. Airways, Delta, in the eyes of employees, they're just okay places to work. Uh, but in the eyes of customers, they're actually, uh, uh, they actually ranked last on J.E. Powers results. Okay, so we've got airlines. We've got Southwest, JetBlue at the top. Anybody else in the top we should note in hotel in airlines before we go on to hotels? Uh, no, no, those are the two those airlines. Are the winners. Interesting to note, yeah, those are the winners. Uh, Southwest followed closely by JetBlue for employee satisfaction. Really interesting to note that, you know, why are they satisfied? I mean, you know, if you're thinking about a career, it's really interesting to note that, you know, Southwest flight attendant, for example, uh, he or she writes, uh, great travel benefits great health insurance as well as pay increases the longer you work there 
overall a great environment if you can't stand the nine to five thing. Scott, um, <laughs> Scott, we only have about twenty five sec twenty seconds left. Can you oh. give us the hotel winners and the rental car winners? Of course, forgive me. Uh, That's the all right. hotel winners. <laughs> uh, number one, Ritz Carlton, followed by Four Seasons Hotels, both upscale hotel chains, and then when it comes to the rental cars, uh, tops this year is Enterprise Rental Car, followed by Hertz. All right, and you can find more information at glassdoor.com, spelled just like it looks, all one word. Scott Dabrowski, thank you for stopping by today. Thank you so much. Scott's the community expert with Glassdoor. Check it out, particularly if you're looking for jobs and want to find out where people are satisfied where they work, glassdoor.com is the place to look. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Get in the zone! Prices at the pump are tough to take right now, but the experts at AutoZone have advice to make saving gas as easy as one, two, three. One, keep your tires properly inflated. Two, perform a simple tune-up. And three, pour in a bottle of fuel system cleaner. Doing these three simple things can help make a real difference so you can stretch out the time between fill-ups and stretch your gas dollars further. Come on into AutoZone today for even more gas-saving tips because parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone. AutoZone. According to my prophecy, 2012 will be the last Father's Day ever because the world is actually ending in what looks like a fiery zombie alien apocalypse. <laughs> Heads up. So let's make this Father's Day ultra cool. Give Ice Blue Aqua Velva aftershave. Happy Father's Day, Dad! Whoa! Thanks, son. Refreshing. A Father's Day favorite for generations, Aqua Velva cools, firms, and tones. Look out! Aliens! Zombies! Stay cool, Dad! Aqua Velva. Men get it. One thing I've learned on my journey to help save people money on car insurance is that folks across the country like convenience. And what could be more convenient than visiting Geico.com? We can manage your policy, pay your bill online, just about anything you need. And it's open 24-7. It's kind of like popping into the ultimate convenience store. Except we save people money. And we don't have beef jerky. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com to see how much you could save. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company and worldwide leader in travel insurance. Travel Guard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe. The company helps leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. And right now, if you visit travelguard.com forward slash stories... You can read the newest story in a series of true travel tales and be eligible for a chance to win a new Kindle. Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from its travelers about their experiences. And in this latest one, a woman with scary symptoms while on a trip to the Mediterranean finds herself fearing the worst. You can find out the end of the true story, what happened, and have a chance to win a Kindle by going to TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. And speaking of trouble on the road, you know, I... 
I certainly know a lot of people have a fear of flying, but I had never heard of hodophobia until I read a blog post written by Paul Dooley. He runs a blog or a website called anxietyguru.net in which he takes a look at many kinds of, uh, many forms of anxiety, and he comes at it from a very personal perspective. As he says uh, in, in his section about him, he says that he suffered for... Uh, uh, for many years, with uh, 10 years, with a general anxiety disorder. Uh, he occasionally it felt panic, depressed, suffered through, on and off through countless bouts with anxiety symptoms of all kinds. But I got to tell you, Paul, hodophobia is a whole new word to me. Did you discover this? Did you suffer from this? How did you come across this word? Uh, well, basically, I came across it doing my own research because I was, at the time, interested in getting over the fear of, of traveling, specifically the fear of flying and uh, that came up and I was able to read some some about it and I was able to share it with my readers because I thought it was interesting that there wasn't just a fear of flying but a fear of travel in general and so I was just curious uh, about the basis of that fear and, and how you could overcome it. And have you found folks who respond to you and communicate with you through your website that you're not alone in this? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, since I've started my website, I've, I've been contacted by hundreds of people that have uh, that particular fear. Uh, they may even contact me before a big trip and just ask for in, not just information but tips about how they could cope and uh, try to make their upcoming trip as, as pleasant as possible. So absolutely. Well well, I'm going to ask you that very question in a moment as well uh, for some of our listeners who might, might be, this might be resonating with. Um, but let me back up just a little. So, hodophobia goes, can, can, what, what is beyond fear of flying? I mean, what aspect of travel uh, makes people anxious beyond fear of flying? I think it's just the basic fear of, or I should say, the basic fear of losing control or not having control. Ah, same as fear of flying. Absolutely, absolutely. So they don't, they're in a whole new place with new people, with new rules, with new languages, with new social mores and customs? That's exactly right. And I think as human beings, we really enjoy routine. We like what we are used to. And once we break outside of that, it can get very uncomfortable, particularly for people who are uh, predisposed to anxiety. Some of us are genetically just, you know, they're more likely to get nervous or panicked. Uh, whereas there are other people on the other side of the spectrum who are very calm. Uh, think of fighter pilots, for example. Uh, those folks are on the extreme end of, you know, cool, uh, under pressure, whereas there are many other people who are on the other end who tend to get rattled uh, much easier. Interesting, because I never thought about, as I say, as I said at this top, fear of flying is fairly well-known fear, uh, not that uncommon, but I hadn't thought about an extension of that. Um, all right, let me uh, re-identify you. In case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Rudy Max's World, America's most popular radio travel show. And my guest is Paul Dooley. He runs a website, very interesting one, called anxietyguru.net. And if you have anxious feelings about anything, whether you have chest pains, whether you uh, any kind of anxiety disorder, I would check out anxietyguru.net and see what Paul see if Paul has some helpful advice for you. It's chock full of pieces that could help. And we're talking about something in particular, this being a travel show, hodophobia. From, comes from the Greek word hoda. Or, well, phobia comes from the Greek word. I don't know what hoda comes from, Paul. Do you? Uh, hoda means, uh, it's Greek for the path. Ah, the path and fear of the path. It, perfect. All right, what do you tell someone who, again, leaving aside the more common fear of flying, what do you say, but I'm afraid to go to, you know, Paris. They all speak French. It's a new place. I don't know what buses, what, how to do this. What do you say to someone 
to reassure them that they can handle this? Well, I think one of the primary things that we need to keep in mind is that the fear is irrational. That's number one. Sometimes when someone becomes consumed by the fear of travel, they start to believe their fears and they become real in the sense that they think, well, if I get on this aircraft or if I go to Paris, something has to go wrong uh, because it's just, there's just too many ways that, that something could happen to me. But the reality is that that, that thought is untrue. Uh, we all understand that every day thousands of people fly all over the world to different destinations. There are people arriving in Paris every single day of the year, and by and large you hear nothing about it, and that's because nothing happens. Uh, most people arrive to their destination safely and generally enjoy their stay, whether it be Paris or England or whatever destination it might be. So really the primary thing they need to understand, I think, is that the fear is generated, or I should say the thoughts of fear are just generated by anxiety, but they're not really rooted in, in reality. But I think you know better than I do that a lot of folks who still have those fears know that. I mean, I talk to fear of flying people all the time. I go, I know, you know, the odds uh, of slipping in my bathtub and falling and dying or hit, getting hit by lightning are greater than dying in an airplane crash, but that doesn't matter. I'm still scared. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely true. And uh, Is there a next step you take in that advice? I think there is, and, and I think one of the things you do is once you identify the fact that your thoughts are irrational, I think the second thing you need to do is examine those thoughts, and you compare them um, not just to statistics, but uh, to reality. You reality check. Um, that is to say, you know, uh, I, I, given the fact that statistically I'm, I'm very unlikely to die, and, and, and I know these numbers, but that doesn't reassure me, um, I think one of the things they have to do is just ask themselves, is this thought true, and if not, why? And they have to repeatedly do the process, because what you have to do is almost retrain the brain to associate flying or travel in general with the reality and not with the assumption. And, and I, I think the other important piece to that is also exposure. That is to say that you can't just think about it. You also have to go out and do it. Now, mm -hmm. I wouldn't really recommend that someone who's terrified of flying just go out and jump on an aircraft but one of the things they could do, for instance, is go to an airport, sit in uh, the airport and just watch planes take off and land. And, for example, that would be a starting point to expose yourself to your fear mm -hmm. so that you can see the reality of what you're afraid of versus staying at home and just imagining the fact that planes are dangerous or not dangerous. It would be helpful to actually see it in action. And you could hopefully convince your brain, that is, retrain your brain uh, to to use that new information that planes are safe to challenge uh, the irrational thoughts. And if you've always wanted to go abroad, maybe you don't begin with rural China. Maybe you begin with England or Scotland or Ireland where English is widely spoken and you see familiar brands and might put you more at ease. That's, a, that's a, absolutely a great point. Uh, the fact is that, um, like, like I said earlier, most humans like routine. We like what we're used to. If you take our, us outside of our comfort zones, um, it can't arouse anxiety. So you're right. If you're an American, it could be helpful to go to Canada or Start England slowly, or Australia. Yeah. What or about some drugs? country that you're familiar with. Paul, are, are there any, are, do you recommend drugs as a way of tamping down anxiety? You know, I used to be kind of an opponent of that, but I would tell you that I'm, I'm, you know, since that time, that, that article was written in 2009, I think that medication is a valid solution. Uh, to that, because first of all, you can have medication prescribed by your doctor that is low dose, mm -hmm. so it's not going to be something that you know is going to be overwhelming to you on a physical level. 
the other thing is that um, it's short term, so there's really little chance of of addiction or something like this. And then the other issue is that a lot of the anxiety is physiological. So you're talking about palpitations, dizziness, nausea, things like this. And medications are very effective in controlling the physiological symptoms that tend to uh, generate more anxiety, more fearful thoughts. So I think medication is an absolutely valid way uh, to manage that fear. Paul, I think this is fascinating. I really appreciate your taking the time to chat with us about it, and I'd like to leave the door open to having you back on again sometime to talk. Maybe we'll just specify fear of flying and uh, really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it as well. Paul has also written a book. It's called uh, it's called The Big Idea. It's his personal strategy for beating beating anxiety. You can find more information about Paul and anxiety in general at his website. It's anxietyguru.net. Anxiety Guru is all one word, of course. Um, and he lives on the West Coast. You'll see a picture of him on his website, and perhaps there'll be something there if you feel anxious about a lot of things or anything. It might be a place to go. Nice talking to Paul Dooley. We hope to have him on again. If you stick around with us, we're going to talk to Wendy Perrin from Condé Nast Traveler in a moment. If you're thinking about renting a rental car abroad, what credit card you use could be a very important consideration. Don't go away. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's world in a few minutes. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Hey, folks, how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling? If you're like me, you'll have membership with On Call International. On the phone is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, tell us about this coverage. On Call International's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership, but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes, volcanoes, political riots, military coups, and more. Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code RMAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. Today my journey to help save people money on car insurance brings me to a shopping mall. Of course, when it comes to shopping for car insurance, most people go to Geico. I mean, with all the discounts they offer, why would you shop anywhere else? There are discounts for complete and defensive driving courses, multi-policy discounts, and discounts for being accident-free. You know, this mall is a real maze. I think I passed that candle store about five times. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com to see how much you could save. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. It's 33 after the hour here in Rudy Maxa's World, America's by far most widely syndicated radio travel show. Nice to have you aboard. And this segment of the program is brought to you by the good folks at On Call International. We all know that sometimes the unexpected happens while traveling, if and when it does. 
You can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership from OnCall International. The company provides the best assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation such as social or political unrest. From unexpected illnesses to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage or legal woes, OnCall International gives you the help you'll need to return home or get back to enjoying your trip. For more information, go to OnCallInternational.com or log on to the radio show's website, RudyMaxa.com. Just scroll down on that homepage under Sponsors, and you'll find a link to OnCall International. Speaking of things going wrong on a trip, running a car abroad, not as simple as it looks. And not all those credit cards you carry in your wallet are created equal when it comes to this regard. And I was reminded of that when Condé Nast Traveler's columnist Wendy Perrin, who writes the Perrin Post, you can find it at cntraveler.com forward slash Perrin dash post, wrote a piece very recently called Renting a Car Abroad, Protect Yourself with the Right Credit Card. Wendy, what, uh, what is the difference between credit cards? Nice to have you back, by the way. Oh, thanks a lot, Rudy. Great to be here. Um, well, the thing is, you know, there, there are really four, when, when you're renting a car overseas, there are four different types of insurance that you need to make sure you've got, right? And you want to make sure that if you're going to rely on your credit card for coverage, you want to make sure that the credit card covers you in all those different areas. And there's also the question of whether you're getting primary coverage. In other words, if you smash up the car, does the credit card pay for it? Or is it merely secondary, where you, your, health, your car insurance back home has to pay for it, and they step in and say, well, we might pay your deductible? Right. If you're getting only, if, if the coverage is only secondary, then you're relying on your own, own auto insurance first. Um, although overseas, usually, um, it, it, often the coverage will be primary. Again, it really depends on the credit card, and you have to ask a lot of questions of the credit card issuer before you get to the rental car counter. And most of us don't do that, and we don't read the small type that comes when we're first issued our credit card in those voluminous, tissue-thin papers. Now, you said in your column you carry a Chase Sapphire Preferred card that costs you $95 a year, a United yes. Presidential Plus card that costs you 375 a year, but you use, when you rent a car abroad generally, your American Express card because you're enrolled in something I had never heard of. It's called the Premium Car Rental Protection Program. What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I love it because it basically gives me the most peace of mind when I'm renting a car overseas. Basically, for $24.95 per rental, so it's $25 per rental as opposed to per day, Right. Um, you're covered for all the different types of insurance, um, meaning collision damage, personal accident, personal property, third-party liability, um, and also some of the other fees that, they, that a rental car company can hit you with when you don't expect it. Like, let's say that, let's just say that, you know, a stone sort of like comes up on, on a bad, like a, a road is badly paved and some stones hit the undercarriage of your car. Mm -hmm. And the car rental company says, oh, you've damaged the car, and it was through no fault of your own. They can, they can charge you with... Um, uh, loss of use fees, um, you know, diminished value fees, and generally speaking, that American Express program protects you from those crazy fees. And I think it's also important to note that, you, that they're giving you primary coverage. You're going to be the first person to step in, first entity to step in and pay. Exactly. exactly. Now, let me ask you this, Wendy. Uh -huh. um, I pulled out a couple of my credit card, that, 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 that small print paper you get when, when you first are issued a credit card that you, you yes. generally throw away. I actually file it amazingly. And I pulled it out to look, knowing I was going to talk to you, because I remembered my Amex card, because I use uh, one as well. Uh, it was interesting. I looked at my American Express agreement and my Bank of America World Points MasterCard. Mm -hmm. and, in, and in these three, American Express excludes coverage in Italy, Australia, and New Zealand. Bank of America World Points MasterCard 
uh, exclusive coverage in those three places, plus Israel, Ireland, and Jamaica. What's going on here? Yeah, no, that's actually been the case for, for, for a long, long time, I think decades, yes. um, where there are certain countries in the world where you, they're basically forcing you to take the car rental company's insurance. And I guess because there are so many accidents um, on the road and so many problems that um, drivers, you know, renters have, the, the credit card won't cover you in those places. So in those countries, that's where you're going to have to buy the insurance. And let me warn you, that can, like, double oh. your car rental bill easily. Oh, no question. Well, I'm looking at these countries. Italy, particularly in the south, has a high history of car thefts. Australia, New Zealand, Ireland, and I think even Jamaica, they may drive on the wrong side of the road. I can't speak, I can't remember about Jamaica. Yeah, I think that's a reason for the, a lot of the accidents, is that you're Israel, driving I don't on the know. opposite side than we're used to. Yeah. And Israel, I don't know why that's on the MasterCard one, but it is. So the moral here is... Have you ever driven is, in Israel? Those drivers are pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say the same about Boston, for goodness sake. <laughs> that's true. In Boston, every, every street's a one-way street going the wrong way. <laughs> Wendy Perrin, let's I got to say goodbye to you, but how often do you write Perrin post online at CNN at cntraveler.com? You know, I try to do it maybe I, I write my blog maybe once a week. Uh-huh. Um, and then I've got my column in the magazine, so I'm doing a lot of different things. I try to blog as often as I can. Yes, I know that feeling and I fail so often. <laughs> it's you know, these it's days when tough. you got to tweet, you got to blog, you got to it's just, you know, then oh, you got to write God, for the magazine. It's 24/7. <laughs> well, I appreciate your taking time out of your 24/7 to join us again and nice to talk to you. Uh, have a lovely weekend. Take the rest of the day off. Oh, sure. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Rudy. Thank you, Wendy. Wendy is a very well-known writer for Condé Nast Traveler, one of the best travel magazines around. I say even as a contributing editor to National Geographic Traveler, which is also a good magazine. Get both. Stick around. When we come back, we're going to talk. Uh, well, we're going to go down to uh, Alabama and see what the heck Alabama is doing with barbecue. Now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hey there, you've reached Claire. Leave me a message. Claire, it's Anne. Hey, you know that hormone balancing product we talked about before? The all-natural one, Amberin? Well, I gotta tell you this. Not only did Amberin stop my hot flashes, but since I started the Amberin program, I have lost so much weight. Seriously, even my belly fat, it's gone. I haven't been this thin in years. I feel great. Give me a call. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, it can be practically impossible to lose weight. Amberin restores hormonal balance naturally, so the weight can just fall off. Yes, even that stubborn belly fat. Plus, Amberin eliminates other symptoms of hormonal aging, too. So with your hormones in balance, you can feel great and finally lose the weight. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply, free. Call 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. 1-800-525-2563. Get in the zone! Prices at the pump are tough to take right now, but the experts at AutoZone have advice to make saving gas as easy as one, two, three. One, keep your tires properly inflated. Two, perform a simple tune-up. And three, pour in a bottle of fuel system cleaner. 
Doing these three simple things can help make a real difference so you can stretch out the time between fill-ups and stretch your gas dollars further. Come on into AutoZone today for even more gas-saving tips because parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone. AutoZone. According to Mind Prophecy, 2012 will be the last Father's Day ever because the world is actually ending in what looks like a fiery zombie alien apocalypse. <laughs> Heads up! So let's make this Father's Day ultra cool. Give Ice Blue Aqua Velva aftershave. Happy Father's Day, Dad! Thanks, son. Refreshing. A Father's Day favorite for generations, Aqua Velva cools, firms, and tones. Look out, aliens, zombies! Stay cool, Dad! Aqua Velva, men get it. Aqua Velva. Get in the zone! Prices at the pump are tough to take right now, but the experts at AutoZone have advice to make saving gas as easy as one, two, three. One, keep your tires properly inflated. Two, perform a simple tune-up. And three, pour in a bottle of fuel system cleaner. Doing these three simple things can help make a real difference so you can stretch out the time between fill-ups and stretch your gas dollars further. Come on into AutoZone today for even more gas-saving tips because parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone! AutoZone. Folks, you remember why it's so crucial to have access to travel assistance on every trip, right? Well, if you're like me, you have OnCall International. On the line is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, why is membership with OnCall International so important? Rudy, OnCall International is a trusted leader in emergency evacuations. We offer medical evacuation to the hospital of your choice. We cover any trip beyond 50 miles from home, and we offer plans to fit every budget or need. Save 30% off your membership today with the code MAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. It's 43 minutes after the hour here in Rudy Maxa's World. Let's go down south. Let's go down to Alabama, to Birmingham, Alabama, exactly. We've got Grant Brigham on the line with us. He's the director of the Jones Valley Teaching Farm, and he's involved in a big festival going on this weekend in Birmingham. And, and Grant, uh, well, tell me a little about the festival. Then i got a specific question I want to ask you about Alabama barbecue. What's going on down there? All right. Well, thank you for having me on. Um, yeah, the festival is bringing together food, farmers, and music on our urban teaching farm um, to demonstrate the importance and value of food. And it's a street festival. All the vendors and all the food trucks will be lined up in the street. The music is on the street, and then our teaching farm will kind of be the central piece to it all, exposing what we do within K-3 education to our public in, uh, in Birmingham. Well, now, is the teaching farm aimed at kids, adults, both? What would I learn by being there? It's, it's aimed at K through eighth graders. Uh, we really wanted to focus and narrow in on that age range, on that age range, because we believe at that point we can, you know, really establish a strong basis for learning about food, nutrition, and agriculture in the school systems. And those are going to be our future decision makers, our future consumers. And there's behavior changes possible at that point. We really want to teach them about the value of local food systems and how it's connected to the health of their body, the health of the community, and overall the, you know, the productivity and competitiveness competitiveness of our country in a global economy, um, them understanding the importance of a food system. So behavior change is possible for young young students and young children. It's much more difficult with adults. Agreed. All right, let's get to the fun stuff. By the way, if you're listening while we're broadcasting this show live on Saturday, the festival's going on all day Saturday in downtown Birmingham. Stop by if you're in the listening area or if you're listening online and happen to live near Birmingham. Ad Birmingham. Uh, admission is free, by the way. Uh, it's the Fresh Works Festival. Now, Grant, uh, 
one thing that struck me when I learned about this festival was that you, you've got Alabama barbecue. Now, I know about Carolina barbecue. I know about Texas barbecue. What is, what, are we talking wet rub, dry rub? Are we talking pork? Are we talking beef? What goes on in an Alabama barbecue pit? We're going to have pork here today. It's um, pork, okay. Jim and Nick's is, is definitely a leader um, in Alabama barbecue and is helping us put on this festival. And they're actually uh, raising all of their own hogs now um, and are trying to supply via the supply chain from the hogs to the table um, at Jim and Nick's, and, and they deal mainly in pork. So we'll have pork here, um, but then we have barbecue represented from New Orleans and have a, a boudin class um, that people will be able to watch and see how to make boudin um, to barbecue with Rodney Scott in South Carolina, um, as well as uh, Pat Martin. Um, so we have the South represented, but uh, Jim and Nick's is kind of our, our foundation piece here in Alabama and Birmingham. Do you happen to know if it's dry rub or wet rub? It is wet rub. It is wet rub. Okay. And can you explain what that word that starts with a B, the French word that starts with a B is for folks who may not know? Boudin? Yes. I'm going to be learning uh, myself today. Um, I'm not that educated in Boudin, but we, uh, Nick Bahakis, the owner of Jim and Nick, is bringing in the team from New Orleans who he partners with on the Fatback Collective, which is a barbecue collaboration in the south and um they're going to be teaching us today how to make boudin in alabama we don't we don't know about boudin in alabama <laughs> well boudin is as i recall is a kind of white sausage made of pork without the blood if it's if it's boudin blanc if it's boudin noir it's a dark hued blood sausage but uh yeah well it sounds like you're gonna learn something at the festival today as well absolutely always learning well grant brigham you have a have a high time down there in birmingham thanks for dropping in uh, to rudy max's world hope the weather's okay is it all right Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, it's about 80 degrees right now. All right. Well, have a sausage for me, please. I will. Thank you very much. Take care. You can find more information by checking for the Freshworks Festival in Birmingham. But if you're in the area, I do drop by. Well, here's our lesson for this week. Don't leave your car parked near London's Parliament Building or Westminster Abbey. They're both just across the street from each other in, in London. Uh, and those yellow lines along the street near the Parliament Building in Westminster Abbey, they mean no parking. A student visiting London from Wales, where he was attending university as a graduate student, learned this uh, uh, Friday when he left his car parked there, apparently because it broke down. He left a note saying, put it on the windshield, saying that uh, his car broke down, he's waiting for the re tow truck to come, and then he wanted to do a bit of sightseeing. Well, the police got there before the tow truck did, and they conducted what they called a controlled explosion, quote-unquote. What the car owners later called a case of blowing up his car. The windows were all blown out. The car was in shambles. The owner, Nima Husani Raza, called the police arrogant and said they treated him like a terrorist. Well, actually, they treated the car as a terrorist threat. But here's the exclamation point. After his car was blown up, the police issued Mr. Raza a parking ticket. Be careful in downtown London. Don't park where those double yellow lines are, and don't park near Parliament or Westminster Abbey. Stick around here in Rudy Max's World. When we come back, have some few deals of the week, shuffle the papers here, get them ready, and uh, you don't want to miss these. We've got a couple good ones for you. You're listening to America's Most Popular Radio Travel Show, and I'm so glad you are, and I'd love it if you stick around. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. 52 after the hour, I'm Rudy Maxey, your genial travel radio show host. Reports following the sudden closing of Tibet to tourists by the Chinese government last week suggests the move came in the wake of the self-immolation of two Tibetans last week. There's been a lot of that going on in Tibet lately in the last year. The closure also coincides with a festival that celebrates the Buddha's birthday, a celebration that normally draws thousands of Buddhists to Tibet. It also coincides with the anniversary of uh, the Tiananmen Square massacre. Tourism is the mainstay of the Tibetan economy, and the loss of spending by visitors is a big blow to the local economy as well as to tour companies who arrange visits. There's no indication when the Chinese government might reopen Tibet to outsiders. So if you had a trip planned, just stay tuned and stay in touch with your travel company. And you don't need me to tell you that vampires and zombies are hot, but no one is complaining about that in Bulgaria, where vampire tourism is on the rise, especially since the discovery of a 700-year-old victim. Well, he wasn't 700 years old. It was 700 years ago that he was a victim of repeated stabbing by a metal stake, which, as we all know, is the only way to prevent a vampire from rising from the dead and stalking us. Interest in visiting small Bulgarian towns by, is on the rise, apparently, for tourists from Britain, Germany, Russia, and the U.S. Uh-huh. Vampires. Okay, a couple of deals of the week. Yeah, the big mighty cash register. Well, how does July 4th in New York City in a great hotel sound to you? Even better, what if I told you your room would be at the La Parker Meridian that'll only cost you $259 a night and they'll throw in a continental breakfast for two or overnight parking at no extra charge? The offer is good a few days on either side of July 4th weekend, so you can arrive anytime between June 29th and you can stay until July 8th, or of course any number of days in between then, between June 29th and July 8th. But, and you know there's always a but, you got to book your reservations before midnight East Coast time this Monday, June 18th. Monday, 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 this Monday, June 18th, before East Coast time midnight, you've got to book this day to get the $259 rate. Now, this is a, Parker Meridian is a great hotel. It's right on 56th and 57th. Uh, it has entrances on both sides. I guess 56th is the main entrance. Uh, this is right in the heart of Midtown, uh, just steps away from Central Park, from Tiffany's, Carnegie Hall, Rockefeller Center, Columbus Circle, and some of the best homes and stores on Fifth Avenue and nearby Madison Avenue. Heck, the Carnegie Deli is just but a few blocks away, I think, right, right? right close to the Carnegie to Carnegie Hall. Now, among New Yorkers, the hotel is best known for its secret restaurant hidden off the lobby. I'll give you a hint. It's behind some very heavy curtains. There's no sign, and it's famous for serving what are considered among the city's best hamburgers. When you're in the hotel lobby, ask and ye shall find. So there it is, a double room at the Parker Meridian in Manhattan for $259 a night between June 29th and July 8th. You can upgrade to a Park View room for $309, Junior Suite for $359. Taxes are additional, but Continental Breakfast for two or overnight parkings included in the price. Book by Monday night, June 18th, by midnight. Because just like Cinderella's coach at midnight Monday, this deal, it just goes away. Then again, maybe you're up for Paris. Want a little Paris uh, this summer? Maybe that's your cup of tea. Well, I've got two Paris hotels offering some very attractive rates during uh, for a pretty long time this summer. First up is the Hotel Belle Ami. I guess that means good friend. Hotel Belle Ami in the very desirable Saint-Germain-de-Prés neighborhood. This is a sleek hotel with 108 very contemporary rooms. The rooms are cozy, but many Parisian hotels are that way, and at $278 a night in the summer, you can't go wrong. This compares to the hotel's low season rate of $442 a night. It's a big savings. Now, that rate includes a continental buffet breakfast for two, free Wi-Fi and access to the hotel's fitness room, and a 15% discount on spa services. 
$278 a night at the Hotel Bel Ami from July 16th, July 16th to September 5th. All of August, half of July, a couple of days in September over Labor Day. In a moment, when I tell you about this other hotel in Paris, um, I'll tell you how to find more details. The dates are a little bit different for the Hotel Edouard VII on uh, the Avenue de la Opera. Opera. It's right near the Opera in downtown Paris. Uh, here's the offer. It's a double room for just a few euros more than the Bel Ami. It's $284 a night before taxes. This one's valid, again, July 16th to the end of August, not through Labor Day. July 16th, the end of August. In this case, we're talking four poster beds, paintings by Edward the, uh, paintings of Edward VII and Napoleon III, and they've got some modern touches as well, some modern some purple and greens and yellows there in the decor. This is a smaller hotel, 69 rooms, but again, you get a buffet breakfast, free Wi-Fi, access to the hotel fitness room, plus a drink on the bar in the house, on the house, drink in the bar on the house, I should say. Now, if you really want to splash out, you can reserve a suite at the Hotel Edward VII with a view of the famous Paris Opera, Opera House, for $746 a night. A uh, lot of money, but, you know, for a view of the opera at night, wow, or the opera building. That's a spectacular building. Now, listen, uh, this is a good deal. Particularly, the reason is, one reason it's such a good deal is the euro is languishing at about 126 to the dollar. You know, it's gone up into the 140s, 126, good deal. Makes both of these hotels well-priced um, uh, along with the sale. Uh, it's a good deal. Now, the websites for both these hotels are simply too long to give on the radio. Let me give you the names again. You, look, you can look them up that way on the web. Or uh, by noon on Saturday East Coast time, if you go to my Facebook page, uh, Rudy Maxa-TV show, I'll have posted a link to both hotels as well as a toll-free number you can call. The hotels are the Hotel Edouard VII, that's spelled E-D-O-U-A-R-D in French, Hotel Edouard VII on the Avenue de la Opera, or the a Opera Avenue. The other is the Hotel Belle on me. So check both of those out. We're coming to the end of the first hour of Rudy Max's World. Some of our stations do leave us after the first hour. Breaks my heart. Can't tell you. Can't tell you how it breaks my heart. If your station's sticking around for the next hour, great. Oh, got a full menu coming up of travel stuff. A lot of good stuff. Got to talk about the history of, in search of the history of chocolate. That's a way to travel. That's a reason to travel. Here at Rudy Max's World, we're going to pause for about six minutes of some news and some spots. We'll be right back. Be with us. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.